Let's uh, talk commodities. We have Carly Garner, the senior commodity strategist and broker at D. Carly Trading, joining us to do just that. Carly, good morning to you. Happy Wednesday. I want to get your thoughts on crude and a few of the other commodities you've got your eye on. But first, how much insight do you think the Fed minutes are going to provide investors, traders, in terms of the Fed's hike path? Well, I mean, the Fed's already given us the dot plot, and I think the market's uh, mostly expected the Fed to follow that. I have um, other ideas. I think the Fed will fall short on, on their plan, but I mean, only time will tell. But uh, the, the markets have been moving to the Fed minutes. It used to be something that came out and everyone ignored, but mm -hmm. suddenly it's uh, front and center. So be ready for some volatility. You know, part of that here, again, we've talked a lot about the Fed's transparency, how that's kind of eased some of the concerns. But it does seem like, uh, again, with some of the numbers kind of starting to show some cracks in the dam, I guess is the best way of putting it, housing, for example. I mean, some of those concerns, even as rates have eased a little bit, it seems like the indices have still continue to sell off. So there's other kind of headwinds out there for investors and traders, it seems like. Right. Once you take the cap off of negativity, <laughs> sometimes it just spreads. Unfortunately, so yes. Fed, yeah, the Fed was really, really uh, efficient at going out and talking a big game. And I think maybe they talked a little too much. And, and now we're seeing the, the effects of that. So. Well, take a look at price activity in terms of the ES here, in terms of this month relative to the month of April. And you can see, again, continued lower highs, lower lows. And again, as you mentioned, kind of taking off that cap of uh, concern, worry, unease, and uh, price a reflection thereof. Now, also, uh, you could kind of revert back to some of what we've seen in terms of energy prices. I mentioned at the top of the show, I mean, crude comfortable at this 110 level right now. And that's got to kind of weigh on sentiment also, Carly. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the, the interesting thing about crude oil, I mean, it's taken a perfect storm of fundamentals to get it up here in the 110 area. Uh, I know a lot of traders have their eyes on the 2008 highs, which are 150-ish, we'll say. Um, I really don't see that happening. If you look at, uh, first of all, that first trip to 150 was really the first time crude had traded above 40 in any meaningful manner, and it just kept going and going and never really stopped. So the market was just kind of readjusting to the new reality of, of higher oil prices. But since fracking, we've seen oil stay very comfortably below 100. Obviously, we're in a, we, we have fracking available to us now. It's just a little slower to come online than what we're used to. But if you look at 2011, we topped out right around 115. And then in 2012, 13, and 14, we topped out around 110. So we're getting to an area in which uh, demand destruction starts coming into play. And I think that with some very heavy technical resistance areas up above, the upside's probably limited. I can't rule out a little higher in the short run. But once we get past the uh, summer driving season, or at least the ex expectations of what might, uh, the demand that might occur in the summer driving season, I think we're really going to start to run out of buyers up here. Yeah, I mean, uh, speaking of some of the impact that higher prices have had, let's take a look at this chart here. Again, I've got crude oil right now. In this instance, we're talking about the purple line. You can see holding those upper levels range bound, but look at the ES and the candles and the price decay we've seen there. Carly, you expect crude to kind of top out here or maybe even come off a little bit, even though RBOB gasoline prices continue to rally? I mean, is this more of a refinery situation that we're dealing with here and not so much a demand scenario? AAA reporting prices at the pump 459 up from 303 this time last year. Yeah, it's really actually pretty stunning. Uh, I think at this point, everyone's focused on supply and refinery capacity, which uh, for good reason. I mean, there's some definitely some good stories there and, and things are tight. Uh, but if we start shifting towards demand, which I think is probably in the pipeline here in the next couple of weeks, I think the landscape will change a little bit. Uh, RBOB is above the 2008 high, so that's interesting. But the, the thing about RBOB is it's kind of like 
it's kind of like lumber. Remember a year or two ago, we were all talking about high lumber prices because it affects our lives and it was a, a magnificent rally. We're seeing the same thing in Arbob, but it's not a market that most speculators participate in just because it's really dangerous. Hmm. Arbob is even more volatile than crude oil. Hmm. And if you look any historically any large sharp rallies and there have been some doozies they rarely hold so i'm not saying we turn around today or tomorrow but most of the buyers have probably reacted i think we're seeing some hoarding uh mm. situations going on and so once that all works itself out of the system we'll probably see prices roll back pretty hard. A good reminder, they're not as heavily participated in. Similar to natural gas, you can kind of get in a bit of a pinch here quite rapidly if you're trading natural gas and Arbob gasoline futures. But I just wanted to move away from that natural or that Arbob chart we were looking at on the weekly time frame. And you know what really speaks to me in terms of natural gas and Arbob, although we may not necessarily participate in as much as retail traders, I think as students of price, we should really follow it very closely because these products trend extremely well. Take a quick look here at Arbob overlaid in this instance now I've got crude oil here you can see how Arbob in the candles has really just continued to power up over to the four dollar level while gasoline or crude oil I should say in the purple line it's just again kind of been range bound here talk to us a little bit about uh, any relief in sight here Carly in terms of production and, and bringing some more uh, availability to consumers Sure, and I think you're absolutely right. Even if you're not trading Arbob, which I would say most retail traders probably should not touch it, but even if you're not, Arbob, it, what happens in Arbob is dictating some of the things that we're seeing in the other markets. So it's absolutely something everybody should be looking at. Uh, and I do think that, again, we're focused on supply because supplies are tight and everything is is chaotic, but at some point we're gonna start looking at demand. I mean, um, I'm starting to see a little less activity here in the touristy areas that I've been hmm. uh, frequenting in the last couple of weeks. So maybe maybe that's nothing, maybe it's just a blip, but or maybe consumers are starting to pull back a little bit. And I think it's uh, consumers are gonna start pulling back. This is another interesting chart here. Uh, if we could just take a look, hang on one second, it's taking a minute to load. Here it is, uh, kind of speaking to that point, you know, we talk about rates to the upside, kind of slowing demand, clearly crude above $100, and, and now at this point above 110 sustained, slows demand a little bit. Carly, a uh, couple minutes here before we let you go, I wanted to get your thoughts on uh, some of the other commodities you're watching. Gold's kind of comfortable around the 1850 level. Grains have remained uh, relatively elevated. Where should our focus be aside from energy markets? Uh, in regards to the gold market, I think as long as we stay above 1830 in gold, the bulls have a little bit of an edge. I actually okay. think we're going to see somewhere in the 2100 area in gold before the year end. I know it doesn't seem likely now, but gold moves quick. And it feels to me like we just kind of washed out a lot of the, the weak-handed bulls uh, here in the last couple of months which is very typical when stock the stock market tends to sell off sharply gold generally follows at first and then it later it picks up because everybody hits the sell button on everything in their portfolio mm. without mm. thinking about it and then they strategize later well i actually got out of a gld position recently um so again if in line with some of my other trades that uh, uh, haven't done as very well in terms of gold recently. It hasn't been trending very well. That's a big part of the reason why. Uh, maybe you're right here. Back up above the 200-day moving average. We'll continue to watch the dollar as it's come off a little bit, supporting gold as well. Carly, great breakdown this morning, talking energies, commodities in general with Carly Garner, the senior commodity strategist and broker at D. Carly Trading. Carly, always a pleasure. Thanks for joining us.